Welcome to the Freemasons Podcast, coming to you live from Morningstar Lodge number 47. Leave your aprons at the door, my brothers. Freemasons podcast with your hosts, Right Worship Brother George Mudry, Worship Brother Joe, and Worship Brother Ken. And uh, we're finally back. We've worked out all of our issues with uh, our we th- tech. We think. Hopefully. And uh, But this episode, episode 99, the dollar bill. Uh, so we lost everything from those prior lost, things. So all my jokes much. and all the all your jokes, all your dollar, dollar jokes, bill, y'all, all and, your dollar, dollar and all bills that are all gone. Everything you lost. Damn it. It's all right. You'll be fine. You'll the weird them. Eisenhower discussion. The weird. I think that who the somebody one of our listeners t- who's on the dime. Who's what on president the dime? is yeah. on the dime? Anybody got a dime? Is it Truman? Look at it. Yeah. It I don't know. I could see it. Not the green dime. No, but he's not wearing glasses. Truman had glasses, oh, that's right? Right. Well, Damn. yeah. Well, not in every picture. Somebody, let us know who's on the dime. John what? Gates. Where's your brother John Gates watching? Thank you for your donation of Watch your. Uh, somebody completely random that we didn't <laughs> think like of. Taft, like Woodrow Wilson, or McKinley. Yeah, right. I'm surprised that between the three of us, we can't like James remember. Buchanan or something like that. <laughs> Susan Kappas is requesting a reenactment of "Sexy Boy." No, God, no. Put Do that it. Sh- to bed. I think I'm cute. I know I'm sexy. I mean, he wasn't really dancing at the time, but he was. oh my God! You want me to stop? It's <laughs> <laughs> whatever the hell you want. No. Nah. So uh, you don't mean that. <laughs> this episode, it's my show. <laughs> Yet I changed the yet yet I I decided alone to change the intro so that it's more inclusive. So funny so, how your your inclusiveness gets back gets back to you mm. doing us a favor. <laughs> right? Yeah, it's weird how that works. I right? made you a part of this. <laughs> All right. Sure. And All after a right. hundred episodes too, it really didn't take that long. <sighs> Franklin Delano Roosevelt. So All right. Who called you. that one? I said one of the Roosevelts. You said no, Franklin Delano. Yeah, it was like the fourth. I'm one like, um, he's one of the Roosevelts. Yeah. Go I back said, to the tape. Well, it wasn't Teddy because Teddy Roosevelt didn't look anything like the guy in the dime. He actually looks more like the Pringles guy. <laughs> if you think about it, of, yeah. Fair enough. Thank you, John Gates. Thank you, Worshipful brother. Worshipful brother, Gates. John Gates. Yes, thank you for the cable. So this episode, we're going to be talking about the dollar bill. We're going to be talking about it for a couple of reasons. One, it's got a lot of Conspiracies, Masonic myth around it. Interesting um, symbolism. And then for fun, we have a $2 bill. Yes, we do. So, uh, and as I had said before, prior to the live feed dying, uh, one of the reasons why I wanted to kind of talk about the dollar bill is because this is the reason what I joined Freemasonry for. Um, it was in History Channel episode on the secrets of the dollar bill. Mm. And also the layout of Washington, D.C., which we can probably cover in this. If I give well. you another buck, will you leave Freemasonry? <laughs> <laughs> it's 
sorry. It was there. It was Very there. Nicely done. Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Give me the two dollar bill instead, and we'll call it. <laughs> we'll make a deal. You go down to like Bishop Street or something with that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, the dollar bill is the reason why I decided to join Freemasonry. It's what got me interested in it. It was a History Channel episode, and they were talking about all the secrets of the dollar bill. If I may. The secrets of the dollar bill. I remember that episode. It sounded just like that, too. Yeah, it did. Um, of course, we had all of our favorite conspiracy theorists over there while we were trying to take over the world and everything, which is not why I decided to. But I thought, you know, they were talking about the founding fathers and everything uh, that, you know, they were Freemasons and everything they stood for and it turned me on to it. So, but anyway, first thing we got to do is some likes. Let's go through our likes real quick. I think we had a couple. I like you. <laughs> Wait, it's it's. The I'm day. sorry. I've been a really wacky, yeah. wacky. Well, it's a, it's a day before like Valentine's right. Day. Day before Valentine's. I'm feeling States. some love. Yeah, that's what we were supposed to do. We were supposed to do something with that. We were supposed to do our St. Valentine's Day episode. That's okay. Mm-hmm. We'll go dollar bill. It's all about we'll money. Dollar anyway. bill. I knew there was some dollar dollar bill. But to my special Valentine out there, baby, I love you. Happy Valentine's Day, baby. You are creepy as shit. <laughs> I'm still getting over this cold, so I can really go that, that oh. Barry White voice when I want to. <laughs> All right, new likes. Uh, did I cover this one? Maybe not. Levi Bingar. Yes, Levi, we had. We did. Yes. Robert Morin? I don't know. I don't think so. Right Worshipful, Shane Dufresne. Oh, oh, oh that's uh, a new addition. Right Worshipful, sir. Keel right McFarland and Marcelo Jesse. So, let's toast them. Absolutely. Um, Charge of cannons. Cannons are charged in a line. Brothers, right hand arms. To arms. To arms. Ready. 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 Aim. 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 Fire. Good fire. Fire all. Together, brothers. Vivat, vivat, vivat. Jamie's painful. Holy shit. Really? <laughs> After all the other crap that we've drank on this podcast? Yeah, I know. <laughs> this is painful. Their worship brother, John Gates. <coughs> I'll be your Valentine. <laughs> well, no, that's Steve Bruner. That's yeah. Champ. Sorry, Champ. Spot's yeah. taken. No. But John Gates puts, Wookin' for Nub. And you have to be of a certain age to remember oh. Wookin' for Nub. I remember that. That was uh, Buckwheat sings yeah, the buckwheat. hits. Yep. Wicked Bonob and yeah. Rob the Rob Bates. That was like early 90s. Saturday no, Night that Live. was like early to mid 80s. 80s Saturday Night Live. Sounds like yeah. Tyson. Okay, we're old. Well, it was Eddie Murphy as Buckwheat from the Little Rascals. Yeah. Oh. Singing the hits. Oh. <laughs> so he came out with Wookin' for Nub. <laughs> Wookin' for Nub. Wookin' for Nub. YouTube it, kids. Oh. YouTube it. <laughs> it's a blast from the past. Thank yeah, you that's why I, it caught me off guard. Thank you, Royal. That's Brother. all right. Uh, Royal Brother Gates really contributing tonight, even though he's not here. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Hardware witticisms. <laughs> I feel like that. What? Uh, I thought you were taking a shot at him. No, I do all the time. <laughs> so uh, let's he wasn't see. at stated last night either. So I'm used to it. Oh, really? No. I, all kidding aside, I hope your kids are feeling better, Royal Brother Gates. Oh. All right. So let's get into this dollar bill. And uh, first things first, if you have a dollar bill, you could look at it for reference. We're going to go over some things here. And this is a couple things we're going to go through. We're going to dissect. First thing we're going to talk about is the Great Seal. We're talking about the back of the dollar bill, the Great Seal that's on it. The Great Seal was actually um, 
it was a bunch of founding fathers. Thomas Jefferson, Benjamin Franklin, James Madison, all were part of the design of it. And uh, contrary to popular belief, everybody thinks that uh, the, the eagle was uh, that was the symbol of the United States. That was what they, they that's what they went through. No, it was actually wrong because uh, there was a couple of different seals they had gone through. One particular founding father actually wanted um, the part of the Red Sea. The parting of the Red Sea mm-hmm. as a symbol. That was one that they were looking into. One was Lady Victory as well, right? Lady Victory. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, and the other one, which was, uh, uh, it was actually, Mo- uh, was it Moses standing on Mount Sinai holding mm-hmm. up? I think that was one of the other ones they wanted to do. Which those were a little bit too, because of the separation of church and yep. state, there mm-hmm. was like a little bit too much biblical reference Correct. in that. And the actual bird was... Actually, Benjamin Franklin wanted the uh, turkey. Yes, he did. And he Mm -hmm. said it was a noble bird. It protected its family. It wasn't aggressive. It would... It was a noble, considered a noble bird. Well, he wanted that to be the the national bird, too. Right. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, in the original uh, seal that was created, um, there was no stars. There was no anything above it. It was just uh, the all-seeing eye of Providence and uh, the... um, the uh, pyramid, uh, the unfinished pyramid, excuse me. And uh, they eventually decided on the bird. So, And initially, I believe the bird's wings were facing down, not up. Yes, mm-hmm. that is absolutely correct. So we're going to get into one of the funny, interesting stories about this. And I actually did a little bit of research on this. Uh, and it's actually from a TV series. And it's a conspiracy theorist uh, show. But the name of the show was called The Eye of the Phoenix, Secrets of the One Dollar Bill. Okay. okay. And one of the interesting things is that these these people who are researching this said that the eagle is not actually an eagle. It's a phoenix. I had heard that. It's Mostly because of the the brow. The brow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was what they, what has been theorized. Theorized. Yeah. Uh, but one of the interesting stories, and I kind of shared this with you guys in the group me app earlier today was uh, doing some a little bit of research. Uh, it was, it, the, so the story goes, uh, again, this is all legend or whatever you want to call it. There's probably a little bit of truth in there too, uh, but yeah. While they were discussing and deliberating and they really couldn't come up with a great seal of the United States, Thomas Jefferson had supposedly went outside late at night and he was kind of just collecting his thoughts or whatever and a cloaked man showed up, and he couldn't see his hands, couldn't see his face or anything, and he was holding something in his hand. And he handed it to Thomas Jefferson. Mm-hmm. And he said, you're looking for the seal of the United States. This is it. And he handed it to him. And he went back inside, the house, tent, whatever they were in, and he opened it up, and he showed. It was made of gold. It was a coin, and basically, and it was the seal of the United States, mm-hmm. which is similar, not exactly what you see in the back of the dollar bill. Right. I think the eagle was much skinnier. Eagle was skinnier. Yep. Uh, there was nothing, again, above the eagle, and mm-hmm. I think there was, uh, you know, again, the all-seeing eye was much bigger than the pyramid. So the, 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 the eye was bigger, and the rays were bigger right. off of the top of it. You could look any of this up if you're interested. And he was oh. like, hey, guys, um, so we're having difficulty coming up with the Great Seal. Emperor Palpatine just handed me this coin. And, <laughs> I'm uh, thinking he was a time one. traveler. I think it's probably I think it's a time yeah, traveler. It would be canonical. Or, so, or a Star Wars universe. <laughs> that to happen. 
So this and this I'm is done. all you can. Your look faith this. in your friends is yours. <laughs> <laughs> so you could look this up. Uh, this is this is uh, a a true story. We'll get into other not well not true story, but this is a true legend story, if you will. Yep, I've heard that happened. one before too. Yeah. Um and. Interestingly enough, you know, some people have dismissed it. Oh, that didn't happen. But interestingly enough, at one of the, I don't know if it's his grave site or if it's actually just a monument to uh, James Madison. Looked like a grave site based on the picture I saw. Mm. Uh, There's actually an effigy of a cloaked male Mm -hmm. sitting. Right. You know, when you told me about that, I couldn't find any reference to it. I started digging you know, digging through the uh, the Google, and well, I was like, "Why can't I find the same image that he has?" And like, why? Like, I tried every. Well, what I did was I did search. A, I possibly what I did could. was I, I my Google search, and I'll tell you exactly what I did so that everybody can know exactly what I was looking at. And I typed in James Madison grave with cloaked man. Yeah, that's what I did too. And uh, it's Weird. actually under Adams Memorial Wikipedia. Okay, interesting. Um, and there it is. And it says Enlightenment in the Cemetery, uh, blog.newyorkhistory.org. Um, it says, oh, so it's somewhere in New York. Yeah, but see, I might have my sources messed up because it says Clover Adams Memorial. So I think the show might have been a little bit uh, BS. Uh, uh, I think but somebody, was, fact. somebody was uh, somebody, jumping too quickly mm, to uh, yeah something that fit there. But there was the, but the legend of the cloaked figure the handing legend, it to yeah. Jefferson is still accurate. that is still yep. true. Okay. As well as it was believed that well actually James Madison actually corroborated this story supposedly oh. that he Corro- had corroborated. Corroborated. Here we go. We're gonna start the <laughs> <shit already. laughs> He had uh, he had said that this was an actual fact that the, he had seen the same thing, so that's interesting. Yeah. Um, but the Great Seal was actually not used until Franklin Delano Roosevelt actually made it uh, put it. It was it had not been used on U.S. currency, oh, correct? Or anything, right. Until right. Franklin Delano Roosevelt did it. Now we all know Franklin Delano Roosevelt is a Mason. 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 Yes. Um, and on the dime. And on the dime. Right. And I believe he's the one that added, in God we trust, <laughs> to our currency as well. I believe he did, too. I'm, yes, I'm pretty sure. That is correct. So I had done this, uh, again, I'm, I'm going, I'm dipping down the rabbit hole here of uh, Franklin Delano Roosevelt. And he was actually tied in with a guy called Nicholas Rorich. Rorich? Uh, I'm trying to remember how his name was spelled in on my phone. Yeah, it was right. something like that. Sound Ro- it out. R O E Rich. Ro Rich. Ro Rich. Sounds like something Scooby Doo would say. Ro Rich. Unless one of our. Nicholas Ro Rich. One of our listeners out there is Russian. Please confirm the pronunciation. Do we have listeners in Russia? Maybe. I mean, we have. I have mail. the name right here. I'm we have try. a mail server. In I'm Russia. gonna. Tr- I'm gonna <laughs> try. Yes, we did. Yeah, yeah, Dex, man. You sent me that thing, and I was like, "What the hell is this?" Because we're cheap. <laughs> so his actual, he was also known as Nikolai Konstantinovich Rerich. Uh, sounds like a wrestling. Name. Yep, he was actually a Russian painter, writer, archaeologist, the uh, theophysist. Philosopher, public figure. He did a lot of paintings and everything, but he actually got tied in with a guy. Can we go back to that theophysist? Yeah, let's, word? Go, let's go over that one again. Theologist? 
Theophysicist? Theo. Okay. T H E O S O P H I S T. Theosophist. Theosophist. I yeah. ballparked Theosophist. it. You right? <laughs> ballparked it. Theolo- uh, <laughs> it was a ground rule double You're like for Twilight me, League. Theological <laughs> philosopher kind of okay. thing, yeah. I think. I don't know. It's a weird term. Like a philosophist, but a. Th- Theosophist. Theosophist. Had Ken not... You know what we're going to start doing? i got a new game. So here's what's going to happen. When I screw up a word, you're going to be quiet. We're going to let him try it, and then you can do it. You can say Because I have a feeling that Joe likes taking shots at me, but I bet you he couldn't have spelled that either. (laughs) Or said that either. I I think I could have. I think he just did. All right. After you. Anyway. Anyway. Um, All in good fun. Love that. (laughs) Look at my balls. balls. (laughs) It's going to be one of those episodes. (laughs) But uh, anyway, so this guy, Nikol- Nikolai Rorich, Rorich. Rorich uh, was a Russian, which is I kind of find, kind of find funny, especially during that era of World War, you know, right before World War II. Uh, you had the Red October and, you know, the Russian Revolution oh. that, uh, you know, the American president would become friends with him. But anyway, he, uh, he'd gotten linked up with him with uh, George Wallace, which is mm-hmm. uh, not the best figure. Mm-hmm. But... Uh, uh, he had um, Franklin Delano Roosevelt had actually become friends with this Nikolai, and uh, he was actually one of the guys. He was, he was a spiritual guru, is how he was called, or whatever the law. Like a Rasputin type? No, like um, like a what do you call him now? In, like a in modern days, a like life a Miss coach, a Miss Cleo, like a life coach. <laughs> I'm a life coach. You remember Miss Cleo? You got okay. Oh, darling, who the father had the baby? I mean, based on what I read, he was like a, a, a mysticist. He was like a mysticist, was a, yeah. yes. Mm-hmm. So he was like an occultist, like, like an Aleister Crowley kind of kind person. of, yeah. okay. yes. almost mm-hmm. kind of like a Rasputin, except he wasn't doing like predictions of the future. He was just kind of like a, like a spiritual best Ozzy song, by the way, Mister Crowley, by far. Oh, yeah, like a, um, like I said, he's yeah, he's he was pretty much like a what's it called, a guru like or a soothsayer, a clairvoyant. Life coach, if Mysticism. you will, I guess. like Tony kind of. Robbins. He was the Tony He's Robbins. Tony Robbins. I think if you blend all those terms together, we got. Who yeah, this we're guy good. Was in the time. Uh, so with Don Mudry, Mama Dukes, uh, who is recovering from surgery, oh. uh, she says uh, recovery, Mama Dukes. A spelling bee? Question mark. Yeah, we did that, and uh, I got the shot yeah, out of me lost. with a shot yeah. collar. We actually have a listener from the Theosophical Society in the Philippines. Oh, hey, how you doing, brother? You try to, why don't you try to say that? No. <laughs> So back on this uh, Rorich guy, Rorich? he was actually the one who told Franklin Delano Roosevelt to put it on the dollar. He was the one who decided it, and that's where we have our seal that still remains here today. Mm-hmm. So let's pick this apart, <laughs> the dollar bill. So for those who have a dollar bill in front of them, if you have a dollar bill, let us know. And if you're from uh, Australia or the UK or anywhere else in the world, we'll uh, ship you one. Just send us. So somebody's got to be from Australia. Somebody somebody said, Good morning, brothers. Do one of your brothers have a pen? No. Um, in my backpack over there, I can grab you one. Hold on. I'm gonna show. Uh, I'm gonna show our, our listeners. Are you right? gonna do the little? Mm-hmm. Yes. So if you're looking at the dollar bill, sell it to him for two dollars. If you're looking at the dollar bill here. On the left-hand side, you have the words Anuit Coeptus Novus Ordo Seclorum. Coitus Interruptus. So, oh, Jesus. <laughs> That's my acacia wood pen. Very nice. There you go. Thank you. Do you have a pen? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I got a $2 bill here. <laughs> so 
<laughs> so the story goes that if you take a pen and you draw a line from a pen that works, actually. Um, it's, oh, I got it. I got it. It's I got a Masonic it. pen. It's probably in your pocket cooking all day. If you make the Star My of David backpack. over the pyramid. If you make the Star of David over the pyramid and on the back side of it. And I'm going to show everybody on the camera here. M A S O N. Which spells, <gasps> spells what? George? What Mason. is it? Spell? Joke, 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 joke. Um, it spells Mason. Mm-hmm. You know the difference between a joke and never mind. Never mind. If this is actually how it falls, and th- that's some ingeniousness to actually choose those words that uh, Anuit Coeptis. Uh, and Novus Ordo Seclorum is, uh, what's Inuit Coeptus? That's, um... You're asking me? I'm a software engineer. I don't know Latin. <laughs> well, I know it. Novus Ordo Seclorum is New Order for the new Ages. New Order for right. the Ages, yes. Uh, but in order to choose those words to actually, like, oh, let, it takes some ingenious that you'd have to really think about what words can we use where they would line up. But you'd have to do some ingenious to... To actually choose words that would fall on that, you know, like to actually fall on. The, I mean, I could, I could the s- letters that would spell Mason in that exact order. I could see somebody conspiring to do that if they were so inclined. But like, what's the, what's the thought process behind doing that? Like, people already know who the founding fathers of our nation were. Like, why would you have to spell it out in some cryptic fashion on the back of a dollar bill? <sighs> I don't know. So that's kind of my thought process behind right. it. Like, why Why would you do that? Right. So, and then, of why course... Why not just write Freemasons are great? <laughs> right. That's what I would do. <laughs> no, you're absolutely right. And I would do it in the pig pen cipher, by the way. <laughs> oh, there you go. All right. So, um... And even like the conspiracy theorists pull, run away with uh, Novus Ordo Seclora, meaning the New World New Order. New World Order of the yeah, that's kind of like, and that's not what. It's not what they were. Um, how do I put it? It's not what they were intending to like. Yeah, you, you know what I mean? Like it, the Republic of the United States when it got started was basically. Um, it wasn't being done at this time. Most of your countries were monarchies, mm-hmm. so this was a new order. Yeah, it was this... a it was an experiment. It was right. a new government experiment. That right. was how they were conceiving of the foundation of the country, and you know later and, on what they thought about putting in the back of the dollar bill. And what that Anuit Coeptus actually means is to approve of an undertaking. And notice how the eye of <clears throat> the eye of providence is within that. So it's saying that. Right. God approves, God approves mm-hmm. our undertaking right. of a new order for the ages. Right. Yeah, I mean, that could just mean like a new governmental system that yeah. lasts for, you know, a thousand years or whatever you want to call it. Like, that's uh-huh. not, that doesn't mean that we're trying to take over the world. Right. So let's move to the other side. And uh, first off, we're going to talk about the bird. The bird has been, it's supposed to be an eagle. But many people think that it's a phoenix. Uh, why you went with the phoenix? I, I don't know what the significance would be if it was a phoenix. Like well, what's the phoenix the rising? The, yeah, the, rising the from the ashes of the old imperial regime. Okay. Yep. 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 All right. It so would make uh, sense. That would make sense. The symbolism would make sense at the time. Well, it's. Uh, I think it was also somebody had made mention that it was actually a sim uh, a tie back to the Egyptians. 
along those lines. The well, themes. we got a half-finished pyramid on the other side, mm-hmm. which always kind of weirded me out a little bit. Like, why would they use a pyramid, like a clearly Egyptian symbol? Because apparently, I, I actually, I had the same question, and I looked it up. So at the time mm-hmm. that the country was founded, study of the ancient mysteries and Egyptian culture mm-hmm. was a big thing. So, and they used the un, unfinished pyramid to show that it's a it's a new country, a new beginning. It's unfinished. There's still yet more to build upon. Okay. But apparently that was just, it was in fashion at the time. Yeah. I mean, there was the, uh, the Tutankhamun, uh, what was it, Carter, the Carter Expedition. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. was like a huge thing. Was that the 1930s or I 1920s? I think so. Yeah, so that would be contemporaneous. That would make sense. Mm. So one of the other things that the conspiracy theorists kind of go bananas about is uh, apparently there's a creature hidden in the dollar bill. Really? Yes. I'm familiar with that. I don't know where it is, and I've been looking for it, and I got some pretty good eyesight. It's one thing I go. I'll find it for you. I can't hear. I know exactly where it is. There's an owl. Yep. It's right near one of the ones. Uh, um, it's on this, this thing chart. says that uh, the hidden creature might be just too small for you to spot without taking out the magnifying glass. In the upper right corner of the bill, just to the left of the number one. It's tiny. Tiny, That's tiny. It. Let me see this. I'll actually, you can use your, um, your All right. camera. I can try to bring it up to the camera and see if we can. I think if there's something there where. Here appears to be a teeny tiny creature peeking out. Several guesses as to what it is. Some say that it's the shape of an owl. Many people believe. Uh, well, boy. Uh, many people believe it was put there as an anti-counterfeit measure. Others, however, don't see an owl at all. They see a spider. Some argue that the hidden spider would make much more sense giving the web pattern behind the number one. There's a third theory that the creature becomes a skull of a portion of skull and crossbones when you turn it sideways. Interesting. But if you look, I mean, all right. I've seen the owl there. See him? I do see it actually. Okay, might be grasping at straws. Maybe you can take a snap a photo of it. We can yeah, post it to the page, Joe. All I right. mean, I kind of see it, but no, it's there. I've seen. I've known. So that. I can see it. I've known about that since I was a kid. I I could see it if um if it was a skull and bones, like a, a skull. Yeah. If 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 you're gonna go with the Masonic tie, mm-hmm. I don't. An owl's got nothing to do with us. Like build a burger society. No. We don't care about Bohemian freaking owls. Grove. So yeah. owl is not a Masonic thing whatsoever. Mm-hmm. But if you're gonna theorize that Masons were hiding their little uh, interesting things in there, I would have to say that the owl would not be. The owl would not one be one of them. I'll Skull put it up on the uh, regular. Uh, <clears throat> perfect. Regular page or community? Do you want to know? Do it on the regular page because okay. that's what we're talking about. Um, again, we talked about the eagle. Uh, interesting thing about the eagle is that uh, on the back of the bill, the eagle appears to be clutching 13 arrows as well as the olive branch with 13 berries. The eagle wears a shield with 13 horizontal stripes and 13 vertical stripes. Mm-hmm. Above the eagle, there are 13 stars. So what is the meaning of the number 13 exactly? Some believe that the image holds the type of evil or satanic meaning, perhaps hinting at a goal of world. 
Sometimes the simplest explanation is the correct one. Occam's razor and uh, what were there 13 of when the country was... Colonies. Yeah, so <laughs> if I had to go with something, I mean, they're... So know, 13, you know, I know a lot of people talk that, oh, it's, you know, they try to tie Freemasonry to... I mean, like, how many stripes, red uh, red and white stripes are there on the American <coughs> 13. flag? Like, it's... Right. I can honestly pretty definitively say that 13 is not a Masonic number. No, not at all. Not at all. You'd have to do some fancy numerology and math yeah. and stuff to try to make it Masonic. <coughs> you okay there, Joe? Yeah, I'm just getting over Recovering. it. Recovering. Die. <laughs> I really want, want to give that to dollar do? to go away. <laughs> uh, peace. So now we're going to slide peace. over to the other side. Let's go to the all-seeing eye. I mean, this... This has been this. This is a hot one because mm-hmm. some people call it the Eye of Horus, mm-hmm. some people call it the Eye of Providence, um, or the All-Seeing Eye of the New World, New World Order. They're, they're, they're watching over us. They see everything. No, no, no. That's my best Alex What's Jones. The Alex Jones voice. Right yeah, now? I got to stop though because he just called last episode. So I don't know if you guys heard that? Yeah, on the what podcast uh, I put a little sound excerpt from. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Uh, we had a, a Patreon guy who did a fantastic oh, Alex yeah, Jones yeah. impression. I thought you meant he like actually called in during. The <laughs> no, 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 no. I don't no. freaking remember that. Okay. No, no, no. Yes. yes um, we have our Patreon guys. Hey, if you're a Patreon listener and you uh, you send us funny clips like that, we will uh, use them. We will use them. Uh, we'll do it for the Patreons because uh, we're just not that funny. So uh... <laughs> you're right. So let's talk about the Eye of Horus. Um, we'll, we'll call it the Eye of Horus, and we'll start with that. And the reason being is because uh, the Eye of Horus realistically wasn't much different than the All-Seeing Eye or the Eye of Providence or whatever. It still meant the same thing. Right. Horus was the the god that was watching over the Egyptians, as well as uh, you know the Eye of Providence or the Eye of God or the All-Seeing Eye. Nope. Is a oh look at what he's he's busting out his his 1990s tattoos. No, it's not. That's the <laughs> Eye of Horus, my friend. That is the Eye of Horus. Yep. Uh, but it basically meant the same thing. It's it's God watching over us. Yep. Watching some, everything. Some that we said do. it was the Eye of Ra, and Ra was a sun god. He was kind of like the principal god in mm-hmm. um, Egyptian culture, and he was what you could equate to the god that you know. Is the uh, the fundamental deity in most of the world's religions these days, and that was him watching over you whenever you saw that that pictogram. Right. So let's let's continue on here because we're still looking at other things. This is one that that you can quickly debunk uh, because on this particular image I'm looking on here is people see the big G within Gideon the left side. <laughs> Not that of G. the front of the dollar bill, okay, and right where it says uh, it's got like a weird circular thing on the left hand side. I'm going to hold it up so everybody can see. Right over here, uh, sometimes it has a G inside of it, and people will say, "Oh, it's it's G. It stands for you know you know it's the Mason's G." Wrong, not at all. It actually is a Federal Reserve Bank, and each one, particularly this dollar bill, has an F in it, and it actually alludes to the different places where the dollar was minted. For instance, A was B, Boston, B, New York, C, Philadelphia, D, Cleveland, E, Richmond, F for Atlanta, H for St. Louis, I, Minneapolis, J, Kansas City, K for Dallas, L for San Francisco. 
So it's just where all the different mints. That's are and, pretty solvable. Yeah. Yep. So uh, the Roman numeral, uh, the Roman numeral on the bottom of the the. Can we say that again? The Roman numeral. Okay. What did I say wrong? Numeral. Did I say that numeral? The Roman numeral at the bottom of the pyramid. I hate you too. Go back to the tape. At the bottom of the uh, pyramid is uh, it's actually Roman numerals for seventeen seventy six. Really? Yep. Why did I never notice that before? Yep. So uh, there's really no there's no Easter egg there. Now, apparently, in the upper left corner of over the one, it uh, it makes a Maltese cross. Really? So if you're looking at the back side of the dollar, <clears throat> upper left corner, if you look at the webbing behind the one, <coughs> it creates a yeah, I see that a cross. Oh, um, I can see it now. Yeah, and some have it's a Maltese cross, which some are tying to Knights of Malta, mm-hmm. uh, the Middle Ages. Again, we can go into the Knights Templar and all that stuff. We've already had Scott Walter, and we've we've tied that multiple multiple times, but. Um, I mean, it could just be a pattern. It too. could just it be like a pattern like the way it works. And again, it's webbing. It's yeah. webbing. Yeah. Uh, supposedly, there's also a Hindu god in the back of the dollar bill. So, Really? Yeah, I, I guess so. I heard. So, again, this is webbing and it's patterns, but you know, people will see what they see. Mm-hmm. But right over here yeah. by the bottom of the dollar... We've talked about that. It's how the human brain works. Right? Yes. We try to find order and chaos. Right next to the one. Oh, okay. You see it? It's the, uh, I, what is it? Buddha or whatever. Or no, <laughs> Shiva. I see what Shiva. they're talking about. Where is Shiva? In between where the oh. no, where it says one in the actual I see one. what they mean. I, I think gotcha. that's a yes. bit of a stretch. Yeah, and it says, uh, you're going to need your magnifying glass, but it says uh, his hair is in a bun. Then it's believed like to be a man bun. Pe- like a man bun. <laughs> it's believed to be a hidden depiction of the Hindu god known as Shiva. While it might seem hard to believe, conspiracy theorists believe that this is, in fact, Shiva, who is also known as the destroyer. The destroyer of worlds, right. Yeah, I mean, I don't think that's... <laughs> uh, I, think, I think that's a stretch. I think they're stretching that really, I definitely really see the hard. owl. I mean, I would think if we were going to be the destroyer of worlds, we would have destroyed the world right now, but... So the uh, the last thing that I that I had seen, and this is not on this particular website, which is LittleThings.com, secrets of the one dollar bill. Um, that's the so- the source that I'm citing up. But one of the other things is in the actual pattern in which the stars above the eagle are, and it actually makes a hexagram. Um, and they've tried tying this to secret societies, Freemasons, and everything. Can you guys uh, please definitively tell me, do we use a hexagram? No. It just well, kind of looks like a pattern to me. I see a Star of David, which is also very similar to the uh-huh. Seal of Solomon. Correct. Mm-hmm. Um, I could see that. I could definitely see like a Seal of Solomon, Star of David type pattern to that. Right. So they've tied that to it as well. You heard a woman's voice, right? Yeah, yeah. Seriously, where did that come that? from? I don't know, but I heard a woman's voice. Am I the only one hearing that? No, Which you're not Mike the only one. People right up. at the bottom. Oh, of the okay. Like, you, you pansy asses can stop. Oh man, we up. start talking about all this conspiracy stuff, and it's like <laughs> I'm scarred. I get a little shivery here. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it just kind of looks like a pattern. I mean, if you're gonna put 13 stars in, in a piece of art, how would you do it? 
mm-hmm. you know, to make it pleasing to the eye. Right, but of all the things that we've talked about, I think that's probably mm-hmm. the one I'd say. All right, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Because the Seal of Solomon represents wow. wisdom. and Definitely more like a Star of David, Seal of Solomon kind of mm-hmm. pattern there. Right, okay. Interesting. So, I can see that. Yep. Oh, a couple other interesting fun facts. There are 13 steps in the pyramid. You see 13 arrows. Well, we've already carved the, eagle, the eagle's foot and everything. But the, 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 the steps of the pyramid, there's actually 13 of them as well. Mm. Um, as because for, Satan, right? Right. right. I mean, right. that's where they all go to. Yeah. So it um, had nothing to do with, you know, the 13 colonies no, or anything. But, not American. But it, it, it's funny how they tie all this in because one of the things that they tie in is the fact that Benjamin Bloomfall, good evening, brother. Good evening. Um, one of the things they tie this all into is, is Freemasonry. And the reason being is because that the original seal was put together, supposedly, by Freemasons. Wrong, wrong. Because as we talked, one about, member. You want to hold up the other dot, the other uh, piece of currency you have there, the and then Joe, you bill. can talk. What am I talking about? I'll bring it up there. About who's on the front of it, and uh, well, on the front of his it Masonic is, connection is one Mister Thomas Jefferson, correcto, who is not a Mason. Um, and there were five or six people. Um, on this committee to create the seal, of which only one... Show the back, too, Kim. Of which only one was a Mason. That was Brother Benjamin Franklin, of which I believe all of his ideas were rejected and none of them appeared <laughs> on the dollar bill <laughs> or in the seal. I should the seal, not the dollar bill. Yep. But in the seal, all of his ideas were rejected. Mm-hmm. Yep. So when that was created... However, if you look at the back of the $2 bill... Mm-hmm. There's a whole bunch of Masons on there because that is uh, uh, from an engraving of the signing of the Declaration of Independence. Yeah, right. Which we know there are quite a few there. Yes, but there were. If we were really that influential, brother, at least one of Brother Franklin's ideas would have made it into <laughs> this year. At least one. But yeah. he was probably drunk or something at it's the like, time. But, but oh, uh, Richard Hoffman. Hello, brothers from the Green Mountain State. Whoa. Oh, how you doing, brother? Um. It's like Messner, though. It's like he comes up with ideas, and you're like, oh, at boy. some point, you're like, uh, all right, Messner, go for it. <laughs> Poor Messner. <laughs> Poor Messner. Poor Messner. But, I mean, by the way, I found out Messner had, a, like, a whole other octave when he does ritual work. His voice goes up like high-pitched Eric from Howard Stern. He does. Yes. He does. Yep, yep. But he he's more like Baba Booey, but whatever. During ritual work? Yes, During ritual yes. bark, yes. He, he was giving the uh, charge, and his voice went up with like two or three yeah. octaves, and it was all up here, and he was yeah. talking really fast. He hmm. goes, uh, oh, oh, uh, Brother Richard Hoffman writes, they just found evidence of Thomas Jefferson in a lodge minutes in Virginia. Oh, wow. Interesting. So we're going to have to, that we're going to have to amend that. Uh, Richard Hoffman, I'm assuming Brother Hoffman. Yes, um, if you have anything on that and can post a link to our page, we'd Please greatly do. appreciate that. That would be very interesting to read. Yeah. Drop some so knowledge on us. It's always been kind of it, it. It was talked about. It's always been thrown up. Was he a Mason? Was he not a Mason? And I think another one who was similar to that would uh, was actually um, Abraham Lincoln. Was another one who was. Oh, was he a Mason? Was right. he not a Mason? Yeah. Like and I think some of that comes from the fact that we we as Masons would love mm-hmm. love mm-hmm. to claim Abraham Lincoln and Thomas Jefferson. Right. Would absolutely love it. Right. We know at the very least a lot of Thomas Jefferson's um, 
peers and and contemporaries and and maybe even friends right we're freemasons right um but yeah we'd love to we'd love to claim them but it's funny though like when you look back in history at masons and stuff and you're like oh thomas jefferson i would love to claim him and then you look at andrew jackson and you're like yeah him we can probably can, pass him up. Can we throw, can we throw him <laughs> back? Trade like. Well, that's why it's Aaron funny when Burr. we're since we're on this um, <laughs> we're on this uh, talk of currency, you know. Right. And late, last few years, there's been this move to take Jackson off the twenty dollar bill and, and put Harriet Tubman on there. <laughs> if you put their resumes together, she's got them. She's got him yeah. by a lot. I mean, yeah, he really does. The, the man considered he committed genocide. So so. Like, <laughs> It's 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 a two way thing, all right. So it's like this. First off, do I think Andrew Jackson Andrew Jackson should be taken off the twenty dollar bill? My personal opinion is yes. Here's why. I, okay. I would, Here's why. why I would agree. Okay. And I get why he's on there. And was he a Mason? <laughs> he wasn't a he, very he was. <laughs> he was a Mason, but he was not a very good Mason. Apparently not. Here's a couple here's a couple reasons why. Genocide. Yeah. One. Yeah. Side <laughs> of the Native Americans, number one. So, uh, (laughs) number two was actually there are rumors that uh, he shot and killed a man (laughs) for a gambling debt. Like, Mm. before he became, like, the famous guy who fought at the Battle of New Orleans. Right, right. He was not not exactly a very nice guy. Like, Mm, he was a very rough figure. Well, even look at his picture on that. It looks like he's angry. I don't know if you look at his picture on the twenty dollar pill, he's uh, like. I mean, granted, uh, Abraham Lincoln's friends were Mason. It is believe. Oh, this is from uh, brother Richard Hoffman again. Thank you for the information. Loving this. Uh, Abraham Lincoln's friends were Masons, and it is believed that he was going to join before his demise. Interesting. Yeah, that's son of a. Bitch. Again, any uh, any links or articles you can post on our page regarding that, please do so. Please. John mm-hmm. Wilkes Booth. And but we're going to have to do an episode on that too, Knights of the yes, Golden Circle, yeah. because they are tied to Freemasonry. As well, not that they are, but they there are some, conspiracy theorists who yeah. talk about how they're all one and the same, and which they're not. Um, I think Albert Pike was wrapped into that somewhere as well too. Yes, but, uh, you bring up a good point though. I mean, like unlike the conspiracy theorists on the internet, we actually look for data. We go back through lodge records and stuff like that to figure right. out whether people are masons or not. Right. We don't just say, "Oh, well, you know." We like him. We saw a letter, and maybe somebody was talking about something that was vaguely Masonic. We're not like, oh, well, he was a Mason. Right. Well, And then accept it as fact. You also have to understand that a lot of records are lost to time. And they're also lost. uh, I mean, the Morgan affair was big. And that was right. That that was after the the founding. Mm -hmm. And then you had a demise in Freemasonry because of the Morgan affair that Sweet, sweet Lucinda. Oh, God, she's so hot. Plus, yes. they didn't have they, they didn't have extraordinary secretaries like we do today. Yeah, no, no, they right. didn't. They didn't. Grandview and everything. But you know what? If the data is not there, <laughs> we still. I mean, even if the data is gone, like burned, lost to the ages, we still. I mean, we can't make a determination one way or the right. other. We have to assume that they weren't. And yes. Right. Sad, right. But. And they definitely didn't have stellar secretaries like now. I mean, most of them. I mean, you get what chaplains. <laughs> Taskmaster's turn to chaplain. Did you pull a muscle patting yourself on the back. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, but it is such an important mantle mm-hmm. to carry as a Freemason. Where if it's borderline, we're going to assume no. Right? Yeah. Yep. But uh, I want to get back on Andrew Jackson. We've pretty much covered the dollar. I want to talk about Andrew. Well, well let's go into the. Do you 20. have a twenty? Can I see? I do not have a twenty, oh. and I wouldn't give it to you either. I know you. <laughs> 
For some reason, I only have a two dollar and two one dollar bills on me for four dollars total. Yeah, that's actually his why. dollar bill. Give it back to him. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you're doing over there. If I must. Yeah, that's right. But Andrew Jackson was not a good mason. <laughs> no, no, he wasn't. Um, the one thing that he did do that I guess you can consider was good was uh, in the War of 1812 in the Battle of New Orleans where the British were advancing on New Orleans. He was a great military commander. Give him that much. He took a bunch of uh, conscript uh, people from New Orleans, and it didn't matter if you're a rich, poor, slave. didn't matter. He packed you all up on the line, and he said, uh, you know, I don't know if he said, was he the famous one who said, don't shoot until you see the whites of their eyes? Uh. Or was that? Think uh, so. I think that was actually uh, Lexington and Concord. Yes, that could was, be wrong. Yes, I'm pretty sure that's correct. But uh, he he basically held his he held the line and he stopped the British from advancing and burning New Orleans to the ground. So that was his good thing. From there on in, it went pretty much down. Yeah, that uh, he was a big expansionist to the West, mm-hmm. and he did a which lot in and of, of itself isn't bad. But when you right, but when you're uprooting yeah, Native Americans, like that's unseating a, people that have been there for yeah, hundreds and hundreds, dirty and, hundreds and entering into treaties which we later didn't honor. Yep, yeah, like there, not, there's just a lot. It's not there's very Masonic lot. at all. There's we don't make no. promises stories about him, and I believe it was uh, he hated the British. He had a huge hate hate for a British, mainly because when he was a kid, um, his family members had died and he was orphaned, and he ended up being raised by somebody else. And he was actually a courier during the um, American Revolution, where he was captured, and uh, he was captured. And one of the British officers told him to clean his boots, which he refused. And the British officer beat the living hell out of him. Mm. Uh, one of his family members was also killed, like I said, in the American Revolution. So he had a deep-seated hatred for the British. Right. And I believe the story, and I'll have to check my facts, and again, we present the facts. You know, we present the story. It may not be fact. Look it up for <coughs> yourself. But we will present it as such. We will present it as such. Here, before he steals that, too. <laughs> oh, my God. Damn you. <laughs> Joe gave his pen back. I was going to definitely pocket that. You know, we encourage you guys to look this stuff up for yourself, but one of the stories that I remember, or I thought I remember from a documentary, is I believe it was a um, some dignitary came to the White House, and he was actually sitting at the desk uh, with his socks and shoes off, clipping his toenails. <laughs> I remember hearing that story. Right? I don't know. If I, don't know. True, I, I don't remember yeah. if it was British, but the, yeah. the point that they were trying to, even if the story isn't true, He's a brash, is that yeah. he was a brash yeah. human being that didn't give a shit. Mm-hmm. No, he didn't care. He didn't no. care. Like, if he didn't like you, you knew it. Um, Which is surprising that he's a Mason. Yeah. Like, maybe he became a Mason as, as, as oh, a, he was young, a, Mason. At a younger age. Yeah, he was. And then <laughs> just got sour over time. But still, you would think, you know, the I tenets mean, would stick with you and you wouldn't go out and, like, or he would get, kill people. Uh, moved I, I, from lodge or suspended or expelled or brought up on charges or something. You know, I, I think... Time, well, we have that part in our... Times are also much different, too. I mean, Teddy Roosevelt was also a Freemason. And right. he was kind of sneaky and shady in some of the dealings that he did as well. He was a big advocate for a war hawk for uh, taking Cuba. <clears throat> and he actually resigned from his uh, position in the Navy. And uh, he... he oh, diso- Not disobeyed, but he, he sowed the seeds for getting into the Spanish-American War. Mm. Right. So he did some some deceptive shit as well. So again, Freemasons don't ever claim to be perfect. We try to be. 
But um, right, but wiping out a race of people kind of crosses that line. <laughs> yeah, <that's, laughs> that right. might be. The USA, okay, I did something shady, and maybe I went back on my word. Okay, I can forgive you. Fair enough. Let me, let me put but you like in. wiped out a race yeah. of people. If I did something like that, do you think the Grand Lodge would like allow me to uh, terminate? If I or? may, you have to also understand that two things. One, he didn't do it himself. He just signed orders to do it. Right. Two, news traveled much much slower oh yeah back in those days now something happens bam it's all over the internet everybody knows about it it's on social media it's it's in the news it's on the radio it's on tv yeah. back then i kind of think he had an inkling though uh <laughs> like well he just know. he might have thought that hey i could do this and people might not ever find out yeah. Or no one's going to do anything. Well, I mean, and they didn't a, do anything. You have a sitting president of the United States. Is that Masonic Lodge going to be like, we need to bring him up on Masonic Chargers? Yes. Probably. I mean, <laughs> it would happen now. Yeah. It would happen it now. It would happen now, but understand. My lodge would. You're, you're, you're dealing with different times. Right. I mean, uh, hell, yes. we almost got shut down. We almost, <laughs> we almost yeah. got shut down for. Yeah. We almost did. And we're not killing people. We're just talking I mean, about free. <laughs> take one further. That's our that's our defense. We're not Andrew Jackson. Yeah, we're not right. like killing racists. Are you going to disavow him? Well, <laughs> let's continue on. Here's another good, perfect example: Franklin Delano Roosevelt, as we were talking about. Yeah, he actually had a dime. He had a mistress. He did, and he fooled around on his wife. I but mean, then he got polio. So karma. <laughs> <laughs> it's what? What? He ended up in a wheelchair. It's so screwed Karma. up. But, <laughs> but my point is, is that, you know, not all Freemasons are good and upright and just. Right. We strive to be. And my point is, his mistress may have never got the point. <laughs> see what I did there? You see what I did there? You're going to edit that out, aren't you? <laughs> oh, God. Uh, you, you sure you want me to, to no, take over as host one of these days? Yeah. You sure about that? We're going to do that eventually at some point. You're going to be taking over. I don't, I, I will. I'm going to sit back and I'm going to make all the shit wisecracks that you make at me. So I don't know, though. But, but uh, anyway, anyway. Anyway. But no, I, I get it. But there's still a difference between having a mistress and committing genocide. There. <laughs> I don't want to gloss over that. I don't want to gloss over that. I know. You know? It's, it's over. So, you know what? But, uh, Put Harriet Tubman on the $20 bill. I'm in favor. I think she should. I really think she should. If you read her bio and the things that she's done, uh-huh. oh, my yeah. God. It, yeah. Amazing. Absolutely amazing. Uh-huh. All right. So let's get into the last part of this. I know I, I kind of titled this the dollar bill, but I'm probably going to change the title. Money. We're just going money. We're gonna, even more. We're going to go into, let's go into the actual uh, layout of Washington, D.C., did uh, Ken trip over a chair in the bathroom? What? Uh, what is that? Like, uh, there's a beer safety, in the, or is that what there's you're a beer in the fridge called Space Pope. So I was making like a, a, a pope a hat. I got it. To I give got it, it, it the uh, what do what? they call that? It's not a habit. That's what a nun wears. What's the big hat that the pope wears? What do they call that? Uh, oh God, I don't know. No idea. All right, Space Pope. Yeah, it's got like a shark on shark, it. It's yeah. not the uh, Space Pope from Futurama, though, which is unfortunate. That's what I was really hoping it would be. Love the name, though. So let's go into the Washington, D.C. street design conspiracy theory. Oh, yeah, that old gag. Uh, come on. 
That old gag. So, heard it so many times, George. Well, we're going to talk about it because it's something we haven't talked about on our uh, uh, brother Richard Hoffman. FDR wheelchair ramp is, well, excuse me, is still at the lodge in Albany, New York. Indeed, it is. I was there about huh. um, two, three months ago. Wow, we got it. a beautiful, beautiful building. It's. I want to say the property is the oldest dedicated Masonic property in the United States. The building has been torn down and rebuilt, mm-hmm. but the property itself is like the longest location right. wow. for a Masonic lodge. And I actually got to see that ramp. That's Very cool. cool. So, one of the guy, the guy who actually laid out the, what's it called? Uh, the DC. DC. Some French guy, right? Marquis de No, it wasn't Marquis no, de I think he was French. No, no, no. It was way after the Marquis. Yeah, 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 But I still He's, think the uh, guy was French. Yeah, right? he was French. It was like a committee, I think, but I think it was led by him. He was a chief architect, I think. Jean Lafitte? Nope. I got his name right here. It's actually I should Pierre it. Charles de Lafont. Yeah. That de sounds French yep. to me. De Lafont. Oui, oui. Uh, no, I'm good. I already want He was a guy who, he was a Freemason as well. Uh, I believe Lafont was. Yes, Lafont was. was a Freemason. Lafont. Lafont. I did eight years of French. Did I tell you guys that? I did two years of French. I did eight years of French. And all I have to show for is Je suis la grande pompe. You know what I've got? I've all got, I have to show. I've got 1984. That was the year that I took oh. French. One of the years that they made so, us write the date every day. True story. Oh, true God. story. True story. This is how Joe ended up on this podcast. Oh, boy. This is how you ended up on here. Is this a joke or a real I, story? This is a real story. Okay. I had did an episode about a ship. Do you remember this? Oh, yes. And I kept calling it oh, the, yeah. the Bono. You didn't say Bono and Richard. No. No, it was Bono Richard. Yeah, yeah. Bono Bon Richard. Bon Home Richard. Very next day, Joe's like, I gotta come on the podcast because you are just <laughs> Bon Home Richard. I remember <laughs> listening I do remember to that. Like, too. Uh, I was like, I don't know who this guy is. Very the next day, I'm like, I'm like speaking the truth right like, now. Oh, Ooh, Joe Zanino. I haven't talked to him in a while. I'm like, oh, I wonder why he's texting me. It's French. <laughs> French. Bono Richard. <laughs> I'm like, oh. Okay, yeah. that's why he texted me. Not hi George, not nothing. It's Bono Richard. Yeah, Bono Richard. And then uh, I wanted to contribute. Bloop. Good Dumb man. <laughs> <laughs> no, good good man Richard, right? Yeah. But uh, Richard, yeah. anyway, let's get it. Did Alexander Hamilton become a Freemason? Hmm. And this is from our brother down south, who is part of the. Uh, we should know that. I want to say yes. I believe he did too. I think there was an electrocution episode where that was asked, and I don't remember the answer. I want to say yes, I and I know. I, I, I want to say yes as well. Joe, I'm going to look it up. Because I have something else on my phone. The other interesting uh, thing about. I, I know have, he's one hell of a shot, though. I, uh, Hamilton, yeah. Yeah, he's a yeah. good shot. Actually, no, he wasn't. Well, that no. Good. He got killed Burr, in that one. Burr shot him. Oh, he right. lost yeah, that one. backwards. Yeah, he did he lose that, that one. one. Yeah. But I've actually been to his um, his gravesite, which is at Trinity Church in New York. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of hard when freaking Aaron Burr is using a Glock 19. I mean, <laughs> but I Ham- believe Hamilton used SIGs. <laughs> one of <laughs> one of the funniest things I've seen on Facebook is a meme where it's a picture of George Washington. You know how people take meme or they take. Like sayings that happened in yeah, history, they'll, but they'll they put like they put somebody else's art, face yeah, on there. Yeah. And one of the things he goes, it's George Washington, and it says, uh, 
I would be stacking bodies by now. Me and my homies would be stacking <laughs> bodies so by now. One of the funniest things I've seen. Yeah. It's hysterical. He was, in fact, a, uh, a Freemason. Uh, he is buried at Trinity Church in New York, over nice. on Wall Street, oh, where um, oh, okay. we found the Masonic ciphers. And, mm-hmm. and I believe, um, and I could be wrong on this, and I don't have time to look it up. I think he was he married into the Astor family. Yeah. I believe his uh, wife, uh, um, who, if you're down in New York, yeah, Astoria, it's, another name. it's a uh, big name in New York. Big name. And I believe they're, they're considered one of the original star families. Yeah, very wealthy family. Very <laughs> All so uh, while Joe's dying over there, I'm not dying. We're gonna go like over high cockalaria. <laughs> we'll call the space. <clears throat> we're gonna go it. over here. So if you guys type in cuttingedge.org, we're gonna go over the street. I saw that movie. The streets of Washington D. Actually, here we go. Freemasonry Watch. This is one of my favorites. I love this website. Freemasonry Watch. Oh, like we God. need to be watched. Yeah, exactly. If you want to watch, come watch my friggin' kids because they piss me off. Or watch I mean, the friggin' podcast. And become a patron. Yeah, watch me. There you go. Yeah, show up at an installation or a here charity we event that we Ready? do. And like, here we go. Cuttingedge.org. Masonic symbols of power in their seat of power. That's a double. It's a lot of power. It's a lot of power. <laughs> wait a minute. Here we go. Wait, 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 wait. Got another one. Learn how to protect yourself, your loved ones. Stand by for insights so startling, you will never look at the news the same way again. Oh, I'm ready. You're now on the cutting edge. All right. Yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> Feed me some knowledge, George. <laughs> Give it to me. All right. <laughs> so if you go to the, uh, what's it called? The Mall of America, downtown D.C., mm-hmm. right? Um, you have some different points. So you have the Capitol building. Okay, um, and then you have uh, the White House. Mm-hmm. You have the Lincoln Memorial, and then the Thomas Jefferson Memorial. Mm-hmm. Pretty, okay. pretty standard landmarks so, in DC. So the 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 conspiracy is is that if you draw a line from the White House to the Lincoln Memorial to the mm-hmm. Thomas Jefferson Memorial, mm-hmm. and then you take another line and you draw it from the White House. The Capitol building to the Thomas Jefferson Memorial, it creates a square and compass. Hmm. And does it? It does. There's trying to see one, it in my mind's eye, but I there's mean, it's the right number of points. Yeah. When architect Pierre Charles de la Font, who was a Freemason, laid out the center of Washington, D.C. in 1791, he planned more than just streets, roads, and buildings. He planned to use the layout of government center to hide certain occult magical symbols. Uh, I'm going to call BS on that. I mean, if you wanted to put the square in compasses, first of all, if I was an architect and I was designing the future capital of a nation, I'd probably hide a square in compasses in there too. Right. But not because I'm trying to like, you know, open the hell mouth and summon freaking Satan or something. Just he, because I like the fraternity. But they also say you can make a pentagram, which you can't because one of the lines doesn't connect. Yeah, doesn't There's connect. no road there. They would have put a road. If we were that powerful, we would have put a road there. Right. And you can make a pig, too. And I can make a little dog. Yeah. If I mean, Satan were so cool, have, we could complete it's a, cool. it's, it's a, ge, uh, it's a geometric grid pattern. It's a you grid can make pattern. Mm-hmm. Any, any geometric design you can make out of it. Right. Just like on the back of the dollar bill. I can make a bonnet. I can make a pterodactyl. Yeah. Right. Anybody? Airplane? Um, Happy cloud. Airplane? So the, yeah, I don't remember that one. So the other problem with this is, is that uh, the Capitol building, the White House, and oh, 
the Lincoln, uh, the Capitol building and the White House, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Were built and stationed well before the Lincoln Memorial. Yes. And even later than that, the Thomas Jefferson Memorial. Yes. So to sit here and say that uh, Charles de la Font, who was de a Mason, set up the downtown D.C. to be a square and compass is totally flawed because mm-hmm. those two yeah. buildings didn't come till much, much later. Yeah. I mean, he architected the uh, like the land in that area, but not the monuments themselves, right. because a lot of them were not connected so, at the same time. But I mean, it would be interesting to see if he designed that whole area. Right. Well, see, here's just because it was a green it before was, that, right? Well, the whole area was basically it was he had chosen before the monuments were put at the points. Like right. Well, the, when when Charles de la Font uh, actually. Made DC, he made it in a diamond pattern. Okay, right. what ended up happening was is that that diamond went away because, as we all know, that the bottom left corner where the Potomac splits DC in half mm-hmm. became Arlington, which is part of Virginia, which is not part of Washington DC. Right. So DC is not a true diamond shape. Mm-hmm. So that's that's a big problem. And uh, the other part of it and is it wasn't that, part of the original plan. Right. So you have these things. You have, uh, I'm trying to look at this real quick, but you have uh, which looks like Logan Circle, Vernon Square, it looks like, uh, Washington Circle, and I guess you can call it uh, DuPont Plaza in that area. Mm -hmm. Oh, I've stayed up in DuPont DuPont Plaza. If you draw lines to all these sections, oh, and the White House, this all makes an upside down star. Right, but that's the upside down pentagram that yeah. I was talking only about. The problem was is that one of them doesn't connect. There's no road yeah. going to one of them. Well, not only that, but a pentagram or or an upside down star, just like any other star, an upright star, upside down, that doesn't matter. All of the legs of the star are equal. Mm-hmm. In this one, it's kind of like I don't even want to like, say it because you guys are going to make And it's only upside down if you're looking from the south. What if you're looking from the north? So shut up. So it's not proportionate. It's it not proportionate. Right. Yeah. So it's why exactly like a, a line that's missing. Yeah, right. I get your point. It's yep. it's like um, compared to a chimpanzee with short legs and long arms. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, so it's an incomplete <laughs> and disproportionate It's disproportionate. You're, okay. The arms, I'm trying to compare it to something that I can think of. Here. Like, <laughs> and you chose a chimpanzee. Well, because I figured you were going to fucking make fun of me, so that's why I didn't. <laughs> no, you're proportionate for a guy your size. <laughs> yeah. But the arms of the star are long, and right. the legs of it, which are you know being upside down, are shorter. So it's not a proportioned star. And realistically, you can with a grid pattern, you can make anything. You can make anything. Yeah. So yep. we could play tic tac toe. Yep. I mean, no, we wouldn't do that because that's a symbol of Satan. Well, everything else is the hashtag. Uh, hashtag. Symbol of Satan. So, so some of these conspiracy <laughs> yeah, theory the websites. Sorry, of, the kids go like this. Right? That's right. And oh, so they have this image here, okay? And it's supposed to be. It looks like a tarot card, the devil, right? And it's got an upside down. I'm going to show you guys. See it? So I'm going to show you guys so you can see, and you guys can oh, look this up for yeah, yourself. That's the inverted okay. pentagram with the yeah, right. Okay, but if yep, you so if you yep. look at the arms, it's almost like a Baphomet type character. Yeah. Yes. If you look at the arms of the star, they are shorter. Yep. Than the legs, right? Yep. But now you scroll up. That's retarded. That doesn't that's look any backwards. Edit out yeah. that I said that word. I'm going to get a lot of hate mail. Yeah, I will delete it. Yeah, that's um, that's silly that you see the same symbol in that. No, and uh, right. and that's supposed to be like, come on, that looks like a pig more than a devil to me. Stop yeah. it. 
Yep. Right. Stop it, people. Just stop. Stop being ridiculous. Yeah, stop but, you're being ridiculous. Stop it. Yeah. So let's get into the truth of things. Let's get into the truth side of it. Okay. Um, we'll talk about the Washington uh, Monument. Not the Masonic Memorial. The Washington Monument. Yep. Mm-hmm. The actual one. Uh, the obelisk. There are uh, ties to uh, occultish. Not occultish, but um, I don't even want to call it cultish. I hate that freaking word. But there are Esoteric? Ties, esoteric things yeah. to it. First off, the obelisk in itself, even in ancient Egypt, was supposed to have been the center. Obelisks traditionally would bring energy, in a sense, well, into that area. Yes. No, I mean, I'm not saying that as a joke. It's a big, right, right, giant phallic symbol. Right. Yeah. It represented royalty like you would yeah. see yeah. it at, um, you know, the, the, the City of the Dead. And, right. You mm-hmm. know, yeah. And, you know, ancient Egyptians believe that this would, it was, it would bring mm-hmm. power. I mean, mm-hmm. it's even, you know, you go as far as ancient aliens where they're talking about pyramids and obelisks. Where these, I don't want to go that far. We don't have to go that far, but <laughs> I, I'm just, this is for people to look at. Right. what yeah, I will yeah, say. It's a focal point. It's a focal point, and it's also centers where, the, you know, if you go into, like, the ley lines and the mm-hmm. magnetic force of the earth, that these were points that would pull energy toward it through, you know, um, obelisks or pyramids or stuff like that. And, like, there's an actual Egyptian obelisk that was brought to the States that's actually right down in Manhattan near Wall Central Street near the, near the Trinity Church, and there's one in Central mm-hmm. Park. Right. So... There's definitely some symbolism behind it, some, right. whether it be an energy piece, whether it be a, mm-hmm. just, a, again, Egyptian things were in fashion mm-hmm. at the time. Trendy. That is well. So yep. when you wanted to honor somebody with something like that, would that would make sense based yep. on the period. And yeah, uh, I can see that. A, it is also believed that a lot of the things that were created in, in were the buildings, uh, that the way they were laid out, had nothing to do with Satan. It was actually... Uh, I, I seen it on a documentary. I could be wrong, but it was—I um, can't remember the documentary. But it was uh, aligned to Virgo in, in the heavens. Mm. We were yeah. a virgin nation. Oh yeah, absolutely. There's um, definite ties to sacred feminine. That that you can't dispute. That's you know you could the proof of that is even certain days that they did certain things on lined up with certain celestial alignments that had to do with the sacred feminine. Right. So th- that's that's factual. That that mm-hmm. is actually true. They did that, right? So that's uh, that's what I have for uh, downtown DC. Uh, well, the other thing too about that that grid format that they used, the other piece of it that's important and why you would use that type of format, it's easy to move troops, uh-huh. it's easily defendable, right? Or defensible, whatever the proper word is, but. It's set up that way, right. where you, you know, it's almost, it starts with the focal point and just goes out in right. layers. You could uh-huh. just sh- create a perimeter. Right. That's, mm-hmm. yep, good point. Yep. Which came into play during the War of 1812. Yes, it did. And uh, no, no, not necessarily. Not necessarily. No? Uh, so the War of 1812, we'll talk about this real quick, because this actually kind of ties into what I was talking about um, about the ley lines and, and energy and stuff like that. And this is one of the reasons why people uh, to this day think that D.C. holds some sort of magical power. I know we got politicians who run around saying drain the swamp, which pisses me off, but well, whatever. Um, that that particular phrase pisses me off because I'm sorry our nation capital is not a swamp, but whatever. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, you've said that before. 
Yeah, I've said that before. Uh, so I just want to be clear on that. People may be swamp creatures, but our capital is not swamp. Like Pelosi. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> careful. Oh, creature, so, creature from the drunk lagoon. Yeah, we can't, we can't be political. We really shouldn't. Uh, anyway, War of 1812. Actually, uh, the... Uh, <laughs> yeah, can't be political, but I got a fist bump. Oh, right. That's oh, right. But you didn't have to... <laughs> they saw it. We're live. <laughs> So, uh, <laughs> good evening, Worship Brother John McManus. Um, so, let's talk about the War of 1812, and this is where I, I want to draw that D.C. is a, considered a, a center of power. So, they actually, the British came up in the War of 1812, they came up the Chesapeake Bay, they landed at Delaware, mm-hmm. and uh, Delaware, uh, I'm wrong, Baltimore. Yep. And, uh, yeah, the Americans got their ass kicked. Hard. Because the Schultz brothers they ran around. like hell. Yeah, they weren't around at that they point. They weren't around at that point. Um, and the British actually went into D.C. They actually went right into the White House and actually uh, got to give the it. hats off to the First Lady. Uh, grab that painting of... Uh, she grabbed the painting. What, that was Dolly Madison? Dolly, Dolly Madison, Madison, right? Yeah. She was a gangster bitch, she, let me tell you. Made she, a hell of an ice cream, too. <laughs> she was a gangster. Mm-hmm. She stayed to the very end. I mean... James Madison hauled ass. He got out. I mean, he was obviously doing things, trying to corral troops. But she's like, yeah, no, I'm not leaving. Yeah, she's like, I got this. Yeah, she, she stayed. to do what she got to yeah. do. So uh, she took the painting and got the hell out of Dodge eventually. But the British came, and they actually sat in the White House, and they were mocking the United States, basically doing toasts at the table and everything. Yep. And um, they were pretty making a mockery because you know, the table was set because they were supposed to have guests and everything. Didn't know that the British were coming. And uh, they eventually got up and burned the White House to the ground. Right. Wouldn't you freaking know that within the blink of an eye, as it was described by British soldiers, that the weather turned. And there were actually tornadoes, torrential downpours, thunderstorms that basically left the British uh, battalion there in tatters. Funny how that happened. Hmm. And actually put the fires out that they, they burned down D.C., they mm-hmm. put the fires out. But when you go and mock the gods, so to speak, yeah. bad shit tends to happen to you. <laughs> and now you have a city with... Uh, I'm The obelisk I obviously wasn't up at this point, but, you know, it, it's it's been... It was basically an ordained... I mean, they did the cornerstone ceremony of our capital mm-hmm. was done in Masonic fashion. Masonic, right. Yep. On Masonic a specific day that aligned where, where Venus was in a specific yes. spot. Yes. You don't piss off the gods. No. <laughs> no. So, but it, imagine you lose a war after you're, you're spotted 13 colonies, and then you still choke and lose. You had a 13 colony lead, and you blew it. You blew it! You blew it! I gave you a chance, and you blew it! <laughs> we have to give our shout-out now at this point. Nathan Moss. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. I, I figured like we were building up to it. <laughs> you had a 13 colony lead, and uh, you blew it! So, they, J- Nathan Moss. Uh, Ken, maybe you go hold it up. Yeah, you sent us a yeah. wonderful gift. Thank you, Nate, brother. Nate. Uh, Thank you so much, brother. <laughs> we love you. It's almost as bad as 28 to 3. No hard no feelings. <laughs> So uh, he sent us shirts, uh, actually from the uh, uh, Goose and the, Gridiron Tavern, the Winding Stairs. Uh, they have their own uh, shirt company. 
And uh, oh, is that who made that? Yeah. Oh, nice. Because I have uh, the receipt over there from Juan Sepulveda. Oh, I know Juan. But uh, Juan listens occasionally. Goose and Great Iron, which was the first recorded Masonic Lodge, I believe, right? First recorded minutes of a Masonic meeting? Or first Grand Lodge? Um, that is where the lodges uh, came together and formed the Grand Lodge of England. Uh-huh. So I want to thank you. And actually, let's give them a toast, brothers. Yeah, uh, but first, before while we're charging our cannons for our toast, but you had a 13 I just want to say that uh, Nathan Moss, uh, there actually is a company that you can send... Um, Poop to uh, like actual, like real like poop? Fecal, actual matter. fecal matter. So with what is, uh, is that wrong like a, with the world? Is that like today? a twenty three and me kind of thing? <laughs> so uh, with number Joe's, two and you kind of thing. So with Joe's <laughs> comment, uh, <laughs> if you decide to send some poop his way, <laughs> we understand. Just don't send it to the podcast. Yeah, that's, that's, send it. That's so wrong. <laughs> it's called uh, instead of twenty three and me. It's number two and you. Or, <laughs> Or a glitter bomb. They sell glitter bombs, so you can get yourself. I've a seen glitter, glitter bomb. You know what? So I mean, that's okay. I'm all right with that. I'm not okay with like fecal matter being sent through the postal service. So uh, that's okay. there are glitter bombs, and I've seen like, videos of people open them. Send us the shirt. If yeah, you, we'll uh, toast them. If you, uh, but you blew it. If you want to send Joe? You blew it. But a thank glitter you. bomb. Uh, have at it. Just send pink. Just make sure it's red, white, and blue. <laughs> Send it in the oh, color. no, I'm sorry. It wasn't Nathan Moss. It was uh, Brother Danny Collins. Oh, Brother Danny oh. Collins. That's right. It was uh, Danny Collins. Right. So, uh, sorry. I had a double check. That didn't sound right. Sorry, Nathan Moss. No toast for you. <laughs> but, we love uh, you, too. Danny Brother Collins. Danny Collins. Yes, that's right, because he uh, messaged me. He is British, because he's our Discordian, and he has a British flag, right? He lives in the United yes, States. And yes, and he has a British flag right next he's to his name. Right next to his name. Yes. So, uh, sorry. I feel bad. Brother, sorry, Brother Danny Brother Collins. Danny Collins. Please don't send me. Please. Thank you for the shirts. Yes, and you, so uh, you can send us all glitter bombs for uh, getting Screw it wrong. However, yeah. I just want to point out to Brother Danny Collins, you had a 13-colony lead, and you blew it. <laughs> but you blew it. So he switched teams. He switched to the right team. But he lives in the United States now, so he is, uh, I guess, an American. So he's a bandwagon guy. <laughs> Seriously, He <laughs> jumped on the bandwagon. This is all unjust. We so do for anybody, love our British brothers. For I mean, anybody who's listening, uh, Danny Collins is a Discordian. And yes. if you want to be part of the Discord server, you, uh, somebody join ask, Patreon. you have to join Patreon. And, and there are some become, great discussions on there. There are some great discussions, but this is what happens on Discord. Yeah. It's literally just fire back and forth. So yes. uh, we'd be happy to have you. Uh, we'd be happy to have you uh, part of Discord and part of Patreon. We also put more content up there. And actually, Ken, what did you put up? Mm-hmm. So um, I think we alluded a little bit to, uh, I think I posted a selfie of you and I, a couple selfies of you and I. The first one didn't go so well, but I alluded to the fact that there was going to be a forthcoming video of you and I doing our little, our our first stint out at the range. Of course, Uh we've got to do a a real one where all of us are involved. Yes. Um, But we, we did have an opportunity to go out on a rainy, cold day. Uh, to the hills of Connecticut and do a little rifle exposition. And uh, that video is completed at this point. I believe yes, it you is. posted it to Patreon. I did post it to Patreon. Oh, yeah. It's up there. There's our range day. Uh, Ken put some Easter eggs in there, basically making yeah. fun of me. Well, I got to say, you killed a lot of dirt that day. Yeah. <laughs> like That dirt is dead. That big dirt pile behind the target is I dead. Killed, he put I, a lot of lead into some dirt. Hold on. Yeah. But I did knock a target off. Let's be real. You did. So you let's did. let's talk about this real quick. I was so fair was in a, my editing. There was, was a steel we, plate. We should toast Danny Collins first. We should. Yes. Oh, yeah, then we'll we talk about this. Track. Joe, eat it. 
Brothers, right hand to arms. To oh. arms. Ready. 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 Aim. 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 Fire, good fire, fire all. 13 comedy. <laughs> <laughs> Together, brothers. Bivot, bivot, bivot. Thank you, brother Danny. <laughs> Thank you, brother Danny. Son of a good man. Right through good the middle brother. of this. Where'd you take that down the wrong hole? <laughs> I couldn't even swallow it because I started laughing and it was like stuck in my throat. Anyway, let's get back at the. No, don't. <laughs> Stay on target. Stay on target. Stay on target. <laughs> um, so let's talk about this. Okay. So let's be real. We're at the rifle range. Ken, you can confirm that I knocked a steel plate off of the targeting thing, right? Yeah, target elimination was confirmed. And they were held up by rope, you would say, right? Yes, there was rope. Yeah. So let's Are you talk claiming about, you hit the rope? Ah, ah, ah. Let's talk Are you about, claiming you hit the rope? Goddamn right I am. Jury's out on God that. Goddamn right Are you I claiming am. you hit the rope on purpose because you were aiming it at it? No. Oh, okay. That's not what I'm claiming. I'm just saying that not only did I hit the target, but... Think about the thinness of a rope at 100 yards, and um, I put a two-two-three yeah. round. So, so yeah, that's, that that's called a fluke. Yeah, I can confirm that it's also it's okay. Hold on, hold on. So more time. It's it's, you weren't saying you weren't like Babe Ruth going, "Watch me shoot the rope." Boom. I didn't say that, but I'm saying if this were wartime and that was the enemy general, I just shot him in the neck, right by accident. It doesn't matter. It's still a confirmed kill. If, in fact, you hit the rope. I mean, it could have been that, I mean, that, that those targets were out there for a while. People oh, could have been hitting Rachel. that rope. Now we're going to go with the, the no, we're going to go with the, uh, it doesn't count if you weren't yeah, aiming the, for it. The Texas book it's like depository pool. theory. At 100 yards, though, you can't see the rope. Okay, so if you got a weakened rope and you right, got a which proves that it was a we're going to go with the weakened rope theory. All right, but it's that's a, what we're going to go with. We're going to go with the weakened rope. But if you rope. can't see it, you're not aiming for it. That just like, proves that. Ken could have walked down there and sneezed on the target and it would have fell because the rope was that bad that it would have just fell. Hit it it's by possible. accident. It's possible. Which, which, by the way, one of my pet peeves is when people say they did it on accident. No, it's on purpose or by accident. Oh, yeah. There's yeah. no on accident. Yep. Okay. Absolutely. I don't know. Pisses me off. Sorry. It's fine. I mean, you might have hit that rope. I don't know. He hit it. He might have hit it, but not on purpose. No, no I didn't. You had, you had some good I shots. I hit that thing. You had some good shots. But not on purpose. Okay. And I was actually better with the 45. I hit a tree once with my car, but you not on really purpose. With that. Right. Yeah. I was hitting some distance with the 45, right? Yeah. yeah. You were out at the uh, the extent of that rifle or that pistol range. I think it was out at 24. Five yards, 20, 25 yards, something like that, and you were hitting small steel targets with a forty-five, which is pretty good. It's better than pink, I can do with pink, that gun. Pink, pink, pink. Guys kick yeah. field goals at that distance. <laughs> like, come on, I'm it's not. Like a he was, he was channeling like the old Mar- Marine Corps. Uh, well, he's had formal military training. He should. Not with a nineteen eleven though. Hey, but there's a, there, the skills transfer. That's why I'm saying he's like he's he's like channeling his. And no, I wasn't born in 1911. Before you do go you there, understand that's not where I was going. But you don't understand the last time I've actually been to a range was. I could tell. Wow. Yeah, the 90s. Well, the 90s. That's probably the, the last. F- I'm not range that old. Time. Actually, I take that back. I bought my guns in for Y2K just in case. Now, I also want to be been early 2000s since I've been doing smart race. decision. I wasn't of age at that point. But now, I also want to be clear on jackass. The way <laughs> <laughs> I also want to be clear on the Wait. way the in, so in the in the video. Now, again, if you want to watch the video, got to become a patron. OK, yeah, the way that my that I was that I was holding the rifle at the table uh, was incorrect. And I'll give Ken that one because he pointed it out during the video of because of, well, he had himself at the table like, 
correct way to hold the rifle. I'm like, all right, all right, right, listen. But in the Marine Corps, you don't sit at a table. Like, you're either in the prone, kneeling, standing, uh, or sitting Uh, position. You were were taught to shoot for combat. I was taught to shoot for plinking. In your defense, they didn't have a kiddie table. Yeah. yeah, I had a lot of sandbags, so it was fine. Uh, he had a couple under his butt, too. To like and by the way, I think we just bit. had the first ever documented shot from Ken to me. Yes, before. I think so, too. Yeah. Mark, the mark, mark the tape. Mark the tape. <laughs> I will. It's a so, red letter day. So the next time podcast we end up at a Freemasons podcast range day, uh, I w- we're going to be shooting the in the positions that, that I would, mm-hmm. if we can. And we'll make it official, too. We'll make we'll, it official, We'll keep too. score. We'll have a we'll score keep score. Okay. score keeper. I haven't yeah. shot in a rifle in a long time, but I'll, with the 45, I, I'll do pretty good with the 45. So do pistol and rifle. Yeah. 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 All right. Sounds good to me. Two, two, three, and 45. I mean, the 1911, those are two. I mean, if you're going to be accurate with anything, it's going to be those two firearms. Well, so I, let's give it a shot. I can bring my own, though, right? Yeah. Or do I need to shoot your? You got a 1911 I've got a Glock thirty, which is a forty-five. Okay, well that's a little different. When we start talking about like different okay. firearms, all right, get, we'll use yours. We just have to pick one. We'll it doesn't matter yours. what it is, even if I'm out of practice on it. I'll you know we'll 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 I'm gonna be like take some training out there. As long spins. as you don't, yeah. as long as you don't bring that nine millimeter subcompact. No, nah, none that of us are gonna was... be accurate with that. Uh, there was wildlife running with that thing because that yeah. thing, I suck at it. Like, again, I got these big Jimmy Dean sausage links, yeah. so it's like my hand was hanging. Right? Hot dog fingers. So. Uh, Raven Bingham. Bros. What's going on? How you doing? I don't even know that we're on any kind of topic right now. We're no, just... we're not. We've already covered pretty much where much we're going to cover. So we're just, it's just horseplay at this point. Yeah, but if you want to see that video, jump on Patreon. Yeah. Three, five, and seven. I think we kind of went sideways at Joseph Lucchetti, 1911's rule. I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan of 1911 platform, man. It's just because it's what I've always shot. Like, I know there are some good striker fire pistols out there, and there are guys that swear by Glocks and stuff, and that's cool, but it's just what I've always... I had a nice Smith & Wesson 45 that was... uh, Uh, Like a... 1911. I think it was a 1911. I'm gonna have to edit this into an after hours gun talk. Yeah, <laughs> that was my first carry gun. Yeah, 1911 is a fun carry gun. I mean, you got to be tall and you got to, you know, have enough body mass to kind of be able to sit down and not have it like jam you up in the spine like midway through your. I don't know. I wear a lot of hockey jerseys with it. I'm trying really hard to like talk clean right now, and it's difficult. Uh, let's see here. <coughs> Joseph Lucchetti, Kimber or Sig? Sig makes a good gun. Mm, that's a tough call, but Sig is Sig my go to. Really yeah. But Kimber makes very, very good stuff as well. Very expensive stuff as well. Yeah, but I mean, you, know I mean, what? you, you get what you it. pay for. Right, it. Right. You really do get what you pay for. I want to get that um, value. And, uh, that five round revolver called the Judge. Oh, the, the one that shoots yes, the one shoots five, four, ten, four, ten, four ten, ten shotgun rounds. shells. Yeah. yeah, four ten shotgun shells. A friend of mine has one of those. I shot it once. It is my brother-in-law has one. Probably it's kind of like absurd. Like it's really, you it really don't right? need one, but it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Well, but for home defense, you can shoot shotgun yeah. slugs. Out. You can shoot the buckshot out of it if you want. You can shoot buckshot out of a shotgun. The Glock. Yeah, but it's easier. Glock forty-one, Glock twenty-one, something along those lines. Well, my my. Glock, I've got the Glock 30, which is 45. Yeah. That's, I, a, that's a, a nice gun. It's a standard go-to 45. 
Oh, we got some definitely conversation on this. Yeah, one. now that we're talking about guns. Now we're, we're talking about like, guns. Well, while you guys are still talking about guns, I go pee. Okay. Now I don't know what to talk about. <laughs> but just the we fact that that one is called it. The Judge. Yeah. And it reminds me of, because it's a five round. Oh, um, I was going to say it reminds you of the GTO. But. No, it reminds me of um, that movie Alien Nation. James Caan. Mandy Patankin. Oh, with the bald, yes. with the freckle heads? And, yeah, and they I all come that. and yes. get na- and the alien's yep. name was Sam Francisco. Yep, yep. But these, what I forget what the slang term that they called these aliens, but they were getting hopped up on a drug that oh, was kind of like angel dust where yeah. they'd be invincible. James Conn goes to a gun shop and buys a five-loaded, a five-round revolver because the slugs okay. were so freaking big. And okay. that's what he would take these guys out with. Huh. So then, when I saw that the judge was that five rounder, I'm like, Ooh. oh man, that that brought back a whole flood of memories. I don't remember a lot about that show, but I do remember the characters. I there was the movie first, and then it, it yeah. became a TV show. Yeah, yeah, I remember the TV show for sure. I don't remember what they what the slang term for the aliens was, but yeah, I mean that was kind of an interesting commentary. Yeah, I <gasps> like that. That was James Conn was funny in that. James Conn was funny in that. He's like, I'm not calling you Sam Francisco. Yeah. So let's go back. Let's go. Let's go back real quick. We were talking about uh, Aaron Burr and Alexander ha- Alexander Hamilton. Oh, the right? duel. We're talking about the duel. You have to have some serious brass balls to do a duel. I, I think mean, that would was, solve was, a lot of issues. It was pretty standard way to solve problems. It was a gentleman's way. It was actually right. considered yeah. gentleman-like. But it made yeah. you think twice about insulting somebody. Yeah, exactly. Because you know what the consequences are. Like. You have to pull a gun on somebody. Now, I don't know the exact etiquette of duels. Like, so Alexander Hamilton, he was a Freemason, correct? So I would recommend. I believe him and Burr were both Freemasons. Yeah, I would recommend oh, really? checking out mm. the. Uh, there was a. Did you guys ever see Drunk History? No. Oh my god! All right, so you need to look up Drunk History. Okay. And there is an Aaron Burr versus Alexander Hamilton Drunk History. Okay. And it's got the kid from. Uh, Oh, God, what's that movie? Juno. He's in a bunch of other things. Oh, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, Um, that kind of geeky kid. Yeah, geeky. He's kind of high, squeaky voice. He plays Alexander Hamilton. And I forget exactly who plays Aaron Burr. I want to say his name is Matt something. Yeah. I know exactly who you're talking about. Both were. Both were. But, so here's the thing. If I knew if I were... Wait, 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 wait. Aaron Burr, not a Freemason. Really? I'm actually on the MasonicTrawl.com. Really? Aaron Burr, not a Freemason. Interesting. He was. So you have uh, George because Washington, in, uh, which is interesting because then you have in Fairfield you've got the Burr Mansion, mm-hmm. and right next to it is Sun Tavern, which was a place known Sun Tavern, Sun Tavern, okay. um, and it was known to be a meeting place for Freemasons, literally on the same property. But Mr. Burr was not one of it. The says Aaron Burr, Burr so not a Freemason. Yeah, exactly, he's probably rejected. Oh uh, wow, that's crazy. That always reminds me of some stupid commercial where the guy's got to call into a radio show and the the question, the trivia question, it's like, to win a million dollars, who shot Alexander Hamilton? And the guy's got like oatmeal or peanut butter or something in his mouth that he's trying to get. Like, oh, sorry, uh, we can't understand you. Yeah, we can't accept that. Sorry. <laughs> so, it, but anyway, I wanted to bring this up because we're talking about guns and everything, but like, like even like, in wars and everything with muskets and all that stuff. And like, so when I was younger, my father had a muzzle loader, 
You know what a muzzleloader? Yep. Yeah, like 50 cal. Crack barrel, cap yeah. back. You put the cap in the back yep. of it. And... No, no, no. Handgun. Oh, you're talking about an old one. Muzzleloader okay. handgun. It was oh, wow. a, not, like, okay. a, not like a yeah. modern No, no, no. It, well, it was a modern, but it was a handgun. Right. Oh, okay. All so right. you would you would uh, you fill fill each chamber. Yeah, like the pirate revolver. Used, like yes. Yeah. You fill each chamber. Yes. Or still use black powder. powder. Right. Right. You'd wrap. Uh, you had to put you know goop or glue or what? Not glue, but the like um, lubricant on the inside of it. Tallow. Uh, you would wrap the 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 lead ball with yep. paper, yep. and then you know at the bottom of the of right. the thing you would pack ramrod, it down. You yeah. yeah. ramrod it in, right? And just to think, this was obviously a cap one, so this one fired every time. But I mean, back in those days, he used flintlock. Yeah, and like just to stand there and be like, somebody else is pointing their gun at you. And I don't know how duels went. Did they fire at the same time, or was it one would fire and then the other would return? I believe it was a series of paces. Right, ten paces. paces, You would turn, turn and shoot each other. Yeah, and then fire. But it wasn't like you raced to take your ten paces. You kind of did it synchronized. Yeah. Right. Where and the, yeah, they would count them off. Yep. And as soon as you hit that ten, you turned and you shot. And it's like you could take as much time as you want or as little once right. you turn. Yep. Um, but yeah, that's like the ultimate game of chicken. But the other thing but is, if he fires that, quickly and he's yeah. not aiming and he misses, then you now you take just your time. Right. Right. However, it's these a, guns weren't very accurate. There were times where they both missed, and they're like, okay. Yeah. Yeah, We're it's good. Like, all right. Well, right. They'd walk up, slap each other in the face, and be right. like, "Don't insult my daughter again." And but to to it. think that you're standing there in a flintlock, it's like a slow burn. So yeah, this well, thing goes. I mean, it, no, it's still pretty quick. It's like, right? You're not like waiting. It's not like firing. Up I was like, I was standing like, you're like, come on, come on. Yeah. Well, because <laughs> when they I mean, show it, it's usually in slow motion that they're right. Doing. <laughs> It's like a quarter of a second, you know, right. half of a second right, right. before the, uh, you know, the actual. Well, well this even happened up charge. to, uh, well, uh, talking, getting back to Andrew Jackson, he was in a duel as well, and he was actually shot in the chest, and he carried that bullet in his chest the rest of his life. Yes, no wonder he was so. Pissed but off. he got shot, and the other guy shot him first. Boom, and he. Stood there and thought he missed. And just took it. And took it. Wow. Like, how do you get shot in the chest with a giant lead ball and not just shake it off? That just shows, like, how, I don't know, kind of demented or, or how much of a tough human being he was. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's like a dude getting punched in the face and spitting his teeth out and being fine. Like, it's just, I don't know. I saw that in, like, a video, like, this slap fighting thing that's going on. Have you ever seen those? Yes. That's ridiculous. Yeah, no, that's... No, I'm upset with that. All right, brothers, what do you say? You want to shut this down? We've gone for quite a while. We've, we've covered quite a few topics. Oh, yeah. You know, I saw something today. This was before, like our... Before we close it down, I yes. saw something that was kind of related to what we're talking about, and I think it was, you know, the... the it said something along the lines of... It was, like, projected up on a wall, and somebody took a picture of it. And it said, the problem with children today or the problem with you guys today is you're too comfortable with, with disrespecting people over the internet and not getting slapped in the mouth for it. Right. Yeah. And I was like, keyboard, keyboard oh, tough I've, guys. Yeah. I've often said you can tell, just spend 15 minutes with somebody. You can tell whether they've ever got their butt kicked. Yeah, their ass kicked life. for disrespecting yeah. somebody. Because yep. if you do that, that it changes it you. Does. And you're yes. a lot. Yes. And you look at these kids, and you're like, yeah, he's never had his ass beat. Yep. Never. Well, again, a lot of it is back when our day, like, 
there was no internet. There was no bullying on Facebook. Well, or there was no anonymity. Talking you were, shit. You were on, getting in front of somebody. Right. You, were, you, you had, had to go to actually to say something. And, yeah. and if you said something to someone behind somebody's back and, and, you know, at least. Oh, yeah. There's a good chance you're getting your ass kicked. Look at the high school. There was a kid got fired out the window. <laughs> like, from the second story. Like, now it's like you can't even breathe wrong anymore in school. Right. And they're, I mean, the cops are there. Mm-hmm. I mean, kids getting thrown out the window in high school. You know, when I went to high school, it, it was, and then, you know, whatever. You got some ISS or OSS for like three days, and then you were back at school. It was no big deal. For throwing people out the window? I mean, you're a year younger than me. I don't remember if anybody threw someone out the second story window. Of you went to Nogget High, high school. school? They were probably going to jail. Did no, you go East to Nogget High School? East Hartford. East Hartford, okay. Yeah. So we had an incident where there was a fight in the school, and uh, so it, it was in the cafeteria. And we had these, their awning windows. Okay. So these two were scrapping over by the awning windows, and he just, poof, out the window he went. Okay, so it might have been unintentional. It was, eh, it was intentional, but okay. it was. It you was could a, claim it. Could have, could have been framed as such. Yeah. Right. Yeah, you know, so, uh, John Gates, uh, Worship Brother John Gates, combined topics. Who can shoot the center of a quarter dime? We didn't do that. I thought about that. No. I mean, um, what distance are you talking about, Worshipful Brother John? We'd have to zero that that SCR a little bit better if we were going to do that because do it we with were. Iron sights. Do it with irons. My eyesight's still pretty good. I can still shoot pretty pretty well with yeah, irons. 2015, so. A little Tw- bit better. 2015. There's 2010. 2015, 2020. Your what? vision is 2015? Mm-hmm. Why were you saying earlier that your eyes were all messed up or something? You were trying to like look at the dollar bill and you're like, I need my cheaters. <laughs> no, I actually got really good eyesight. Side. I was just saying I can't mm-hmm. see it even though oh, I have good okay. eyesight. All right. I'd be willing to go. Well, to go as, as they say, keep doing that. You'll go blind. Yeah, exactly. So. You can still see distance. You just can't see close up. So this was kind of like, I know we, were, we had a subject, but it was kind of like a mashup. Of a Sorry. lot of different things. Those That's fun. fine, though, Those because our next episode is number 100. Yep. We're going to have to be on our A game for that one. Yes, and I actually have a uh, bunch of clips and things that I'm going to put um, on it. So uh, we'll revisit it, and uh, we actually have a lot of uh, phone calls. Yes, from, we had quite a few. Prior guests wishing us a happy 100. Still uh, waiting on a couple, but <coughs> for the most part, we've got them all. He says, oh, start simple, five yards. I mean, it's five yards out. What, shooting like a flintlock or something? Center shooting. You know, he's talking about the center shooting a quarter of a dime. Yeah. Five yards out? Damn. Five yards? That ain't hard. No. Yeah, we'll come up with something. We'll come up we'll with come a, up a suitably <laughs> difficult but not impossible challenge. I can't wait to win engaging. this. <laughs> Wouldn't that be something? It would be something. It That'd wouldn't be, awesome. be that surprising to me. I'm just anxious to do it. I don't even care if I, like, win or come in third place. Like, I just want to – I think it would be fun. Wouldn't it be the first time I beat a Marine at something? (laughs) (laughs) Just saying. All right, brothers. Let's shut it down. So, uh, for the Freemasons podcast, right worship brother George Mudry. Notice how he throws that right in there. Worship brother Joe. Worship brother Ken. Seriously? <laughs> you want to do it over? We'll do it over. No. Have a good night, everyone. Good night, everybody. Good night, brothers. Penis.